What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. Bankshot, a.k.a. Mr. Yes, the creator of that nigga gay, nigga gay, nigga gay, nigga gay. And today, I'm rocking with Michelle C. on Candy Kisses TV. Be sure to follow me at Mr. Underscore Bankshot on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. It's the Jill of all trades, Michelle C., a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that all through on that bitch. That sound like Teddy Payne. Hi there, this is Kim Cole. And you are rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy Cal, baby. Michelle and Candy Kisses TV. One girl, Michelle C. Don't take it personal. Bruh man from the fifth floor in the ATL chitty with Candy Kisses TV. What's up y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV. Where my whole girl Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> Kiss fam, it is from Michelle, aka DJ Make a Move, the Jill of all trades. And I'm back with another banger with somebody dope. But before we get into that, you know what I have to do each and every time. Got threatened you one time, real good. Subscribe now. I'm gonna tell you, mama, act like she done raised you right. It's free, it don't cost you nothing. Zero dollar raise, get it together. All right, let's move on. So I have one of the dopest brothers in the game right now. Um, he's been going viral for quite some time. If y'all don't know, you need to know now. Been doing comedy, been hitting these stages. But most of all, I first learned about him over, shoot, a decade ago when he started doing them jingles because, you know, music is my heart. If y'all know me and y'all fans, you know I love music. Introducing Mr. Bankshot. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Michelle, I appreciate you having me on. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Go ahead and hit him with the social media stuff real quick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if, you, if you're not hit already, be sure you can check me out. Uh, Instagram is at Mr. Underscore Bankshot. That's the same on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. You can check me out everywhere. All right, so we finna get into your business just a little bit. <laughs> All right, let me get ready. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, can we cuss on here? Or do Absolutely, I need to? Absolutely, cuss. Oh. Motherfucking goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> First, I want to know, and I always ask people that's been grinding for a long time, when did you know the entertainment industry was for you? Man, you know, that's a good question. Um, I didn't know it was for me, actually, uh, at first. You know, cause when you when you jump into shit like this, it's like you, you you think you're ready for it, but then, you know, the internet is a very, uh, a very honest place, and people, yeah. they love to uh, express themselves and, mm -hmm. and, and let you know. But I would say, uh, I've been doing this since about, like, 2013, so damn near a decade, for real. And, um, I was one of the originators of just Instagram comedy. I remember, you know, back then that was, it was like 15 second videos. You know what I mean? You couldn't edit and upload. You had to record the shit right there. You know what I mean? Switch outfits if you were doing like multiple characters. But right. once uh, TLC, uh, actually t Boss from TLC, she had reposted my, well, that, that was like the first celebrity to repost one of my videos. Oh, wow. Okay. Once that happened, I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is for me. So that was probably like early, like 2014. Mm. when that happened so i would say like around there that that like solidified it like all right just keep going because when i was first doing it, it was just like 
motherfuckers from college and shit like, bro, like, you all right? Like, like you, you okay, bro? What you on the internet doing all this, this weird shit for? It's like, bro, like, I don't know why I'm doing it, but for some reason I'm just doing it. And 10 years later, you know, I'm still here rocking. So, you know. So how did you, because were you always like tech savvy to know how to do the stuff or you figured it out along the way? Figured it out along the way. Good old YouTube, uh, you know, utilized some some white friends of mine that I that I knew that, you know, use like cameras and, and stuff like that. And they taught me the ins and outs. So, yeah, just, you know, self-taught. I know that. Look, I'm YouTube University all day. You feel me? <laughs> I, done, I got my master's over there. So. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you what was funny. One of the videos, because you, you got like eons of videos, but the one that really cracked me up is the one that you remade with my uh, my boy from Shy. Because I know Garfield. And it was like, <laughs> oh, you know him? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's oh, funny. Oh, seen this. I was like, you know, he real, you know, cool, you know, down to earth or whatever. And I'm like, I wonder if he's seen it. Because if he's seen it, I'm, I'm sure he would have been crying laughing. I don't know if he saw it or not. But that thing had me. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, funny, man. Cool. <laughs> that shit is funny. They actually, somebody had sent me the chopped and screw version of it as well. I was like, yo, y'all really outdid yourself. But that shit go harder than the original. I'm like, <laughs> yo. Oh, my gosh. So have you always been like a, a fan of music like that? Or this that's just something that kind of just came along the way? Man, since I was like a, a kid, I always was like trying to replace words in the original songs i don't i don't know why i don't like the first one i truly can remember that i did was with my brother um it was like one year during christmas it was to jay kwan's um tipsy uh-huh i don't like it, it was it, it did something with like christmas i forgot what it was but um you know we've been doing that since we was like kids and that way like it just it just comes to me and then like you see people nowadays and they do like parodies and, and stuff and it's like it just is so cringe. There's like a certain way to it, a certain way you gotta do it, but people just Man, listen, it up. that's why I feel like I connected so much with your comedy and your skits is because I'm from a musical background and all my family mm. do music for entertainment. So that was something I used to love back in the day, like way back in the day. I don't know if you remember Jay Anthony Brown when he used to do murder the hits. Anthony Brown. I think so. I think I that name's not familiar. On um what was he on? Uh not the old guy, um, he's retired now. Tom Jordan. He was on Tom Jordan's oh, show. Oh, okay, yep. So he used to do murder the hiss, but before he even murdered the hiss, I, I'm kind of I think like you, like I would hear a song or whatever, and I would either switch the words or I figure out how to make it make sense for me because mm -hmm. I'm the song might be right, but I'm just like I would have did this though. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like my one one of my first ones that made me say I want to switch it over. Remember this song, Moking Stuff. He's mine. He's mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time. You can't sleep in night. You don't remember that? That nice sounds from it's like a real mellow beat. Yeah, it's but it's like way like that was early. Oh, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the first one that I wanted to switch over because I hated the fact that she's like claiming this like this little trash ass dude. I was like, why would you want this little dusty ass nigga? He, he's sleeping around. Like, I was like, well, I got to switch that. So that yeah. like that's from that day on, I was like, I'm switching everything I don't like. Man, you know, we're gonna have to work then. We're gonna have to do some type of collab with one of these days, man. We're oh, yeah, I, I'm down. Listen, I'll pull yeah. up. I, like, I just started. Well, I ain't gonna say started. I've been in the comedy game for a long time, okay. but I now started getting on stage. Um, and my biggest bits are my, my, my mixes of the songs and stuff. So I'm just like, yeah, we got to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah, we got to. That's funny. What is your what was your first time on stage like? Oh, man, it was. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two different examples. Okay, so I did like a a tour of my own. I'm originally from Ohio, 
and I had to do like a tour on my own. You said what? My family from there. What part? Madisonville and Cincinnati. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm from like the like the Cleveland area. So okay. we had um me and uh one of my frat brothers who was doing like my camera work at the time, we had decided to put together like a little eight school tour. So we went to like eight different schools and um it was like we didn't know what we was doing, but it still like was like okay, it kind of had like a Chappelle show, Key and Peel kind of vibe where we was like okay. like I was doing stand-up and like I had like certain like videos that I would show at the schools that I hadn't released on the internet. So like you could only see them if you came out. Um, and then we would find like little local comedians or whatever city we was in to come up and do like, you know, five to 10 minutes, this, that, and the third. So it was cool. I thought I knew what I was doing, but then I did a, uh, I did a college show and college shows compared to like comedy clubs is completely different. Like it's hundred mm-hmm. percent different. But my first time doing a college show was with Dan Brand from Wild and Out. I know Darren. Okay. Carlos Miller, also mm-hmm. from Wildin' Out 85 South Show. And Chico Bean, 85 okay. South Show, Wildin' Out. Some fucking heavy hitters who, like, you know, I was like, yo, like, this is dope. And, you know, I met them and I was the first one to go up and I'm up there and I'm just like <sighs> overwhelmed. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. probably like, at least it was, uh, what school was it? I think it was Claflin University in, in South Carolina. It was their homecoming. It's probably like good, like 4,000 students. You know, I got some laughs, you know what I mean? I got some laughs, but then, like, these motherfuckers get on stage? Oh, man, you hear the bleachers tearing apart and motherfuckers screaming <laughs> and tears and shit. I'm like, oh, that's how you're supposed to do it. Like, okay, that makes sense. So then, um, Ronnie Jordan. That's the homie. I grew up with him. Homie. Oh, man, he's the fucking homie. He took me under his wing, and he was, like, on a barter system. He was like, hey, look, man. I got the formula for this stand-up shit. You got the formula for this social media shit, man. Let's just help each other out. I was like, oh, shit, say less. You know what I mean? So he kind of, he he took me under his wing, and he invited me out to a lot of his shows and just kind of showed me, like, and and this is not even comedy clubs. This is motherfucking hole in the walls where the owner is a ex-drug dealer. He just got enough money to be able to buy a venue. You know what I mean? And we're doing comedy on Tuesdays. Niggas pull up. You know what I mean? So it was like these type of vibes, and you just see them in there working. Like, you really got to, like, gain the attention of these motherfuckers in these spots where it's like, just imagine walking into Applebee's and they're just doing comedy night. You're like, bro, I ain't coming here for no damn comedy. Right. You know what I mean? But if you gain their attention, then it's like, you can do comedy, like, anywhere. So yeah. I don't remember my first... It might have been Atlanta Comedy Theater, like, my actual first comedy venue that I did comedy at. And it was, like, it was good. Like, it was it was okay. But um, compared to like where I'm at now, like oh man, it's 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 a whole different type of vibe. So yeah, because one thing I've noticed because Atlanta Comedy Theater was actually my first like I guess venue that I did. I um I had a guest spot for Steve Brown for what was it um New Year's Eve weekend, so it was cool. But that's when the COVID breakout was, so it was like mm. dang, you know, we should have had a bigger crowd had COVID not been tripping. Yeah. But for the crowd we did have, we had a good time. So yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, COVID definitely you know fucked up a lot of stuff you know it it it, it just really oh man it just really fucked up a lot of things so but you ahead of the game though because prior to COVID, you've been on this internet stuff oh yeah no like and it was a it was a big time beef between you know like stand-up comedians and and social media comics like because the stand-up motherfuckers was not fucking with us they're like right, what like y'all getting booked to to do this and that and the third. So like whenever I do like a stand up, like I always separate 
Like I don't really do a lot of parodies like on stage because I don't. Right. And it's, it's it's like it's like a it's like bittersweet because I love doing parodies. I do, and I feel like if you're coming out to see me and you know me for that, you're gonna want to see it. Sure. But I also just want to kind of give you like a different experience. Like you know, I look at myself as an artist. So like, if a music artist, if you go see Future perform and this motherfucker start performing songs that you ain't never heard, it's kind of right. gonna fuck up your experience. You know what I mean? But. You know, I just oh, try to kind of. You should give me that old shit, bro. Yeah, you feel me? I want to know the shit that nigga play the shit that I know. I don't want to hear this new shit. Don't be trying no new shit out on me. Like, yeah. So. So let me ask you this though: when you like, even though you don't remember like exactly, how how did you get over the nerves when you first hit the stage? Because I know like everybody has those jitters, and I'm like, I'm still getting on these stages, but it seemed like the nerves just ain't going nowhere. Yeah, they don't. They don't go nowhere. I always take a, uh, uh, I always take a pre-show shit. Like I just, just it's always I just gotta get that out of me every show, like right. it, it doesn't stop. But once they say your name and you walk on stage, then it's like, all right, fuck it. Like now I'm in the zone because like none of that stuff matters. Like you just gotta, you gotta just it's always gonna be there. Even people that I know been doing it for 15, 20 years, like they say they always still get nervous. You know what I mean? But I, I you just, know what I think? I feel like the energy that you get, whoever brings you up, makes the difference of how you feel when you get up there. <sighs> Bro, that you know what? That's very true. And it's like it's one thing when you already nervous, but it's one thing when you're nervous and then somebody fuck up your name. Like man, listen. Man, plenty of times I get ready to get on stage. But like, all right, coming to the stage, give it up for Mr. Bankroll. I'm like, bro, who the <laughs> fuck is that, bro? Last I had a show in Florida. This motherfucker introduced me as MB. I was like, Who the hell is that? Okay. And this is this is the like we had a show Friday, he did good. Saturday first show, this motherfucker, that's how he brought me up. I was like, like that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. All right, don't worry about it. I got something for your ass, nigga. Block. Get your ass out of here, bro. <laughs> as soon as you get up there, let me roast him first. Now we're gonna get into this. <laughs> <laughs> who y'all thought was coming on stage, but I don't know who that nigga is, bro. That shit, that shit was annoying as fuck, man. Because yeah, like I feel like I've been noticing certain like different when I go to different open mics, like some people just had that real good energy and they bring you up and you be like, I don't care if I do good or bad. I should, the way she introduced me, I'm somebody, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, that, no, that's, that's facts, though. The introduction is everything, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, yeah, and you, and you know, we as, as comedians, we're, like, we, we flick actors, too. Yeah. So I remember I did, like, I did an open mic where I hosted it, because, like, one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to beg for stage time. So, like, I create my own stage before I beg for it. And I did an open mic. I had a group of people coming out. Mind you, I don't know none of these Negroes. I literally had just met they met them today. I was like, what's your name? All right, cool. Man, I was killing them. I was just like, oh, yeah, she's been doing her thing for a minute. Da, da, da. And I'm just hyped yeah. up. She got up there. I was like, what's up? And I'm chopping up. And my homegirl like, who's that? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I be. Everybody feel like she was somebody, though. Yeah, yeah. They don't know. Saying the crowd ain't going to know. So it's all on us. Like, you can get on stage and you can fuck up your whole joke. But, like, they don't know. As long as you know how to bounce back from it, they ain't going to have no idea what's going on. You ain't lying. It's about to bounce back. Mm. Now, as a comedian, you also have to be a great writer. So when did you know that writing was, like, your thing? Oh. When did I know that writing was my thing? You know, I, I don't know. This might sound a little arrogant or cocky, but I feel like writing, like doing parodies is not like the easiest thing to do. So like if your pen game is pretty nice like that, then just coming up with concepts and and, and ideas as far as jokes go, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it just kind of is like second nature in a sense. Like you just kind of know how to, how to do it. I mean, I was a communication studies major when I was in college, not knowing that it was going to transfer over to, 
you know, me actually being in front of people. Cause I would give speeches and like, every time I give a speech, it'd be like some type of comedy aspect in the speeches that I would, you know, cause I knew the content of whatever, or the context of whatever I was talking about wasn't necessarily like the strongest. So it was like, all right, let me go ahead and woo them over with some jokes. But yeah. then my teacher like had told me like, like, no, like the context is still like, it's still there. You're just adding a different element to it. I'm like, okay, like that's dope. I didn't even look at it like that. So I just, I know I love, I love to write. I think I'm probably the only person still, you know, my age, you know, how to write in cursive. You feel me? So me too. I know how to write. I learned that. I, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just, I, I, I always like, I just always like to write. I don't know. But I, I say probably since like junior high, like I've just had a passion for just like writing. So, yeah. Now I've been writing for a long time, but I didn't, I didn't necessarily know that I was a writer until like later on. I was like, oh, I can yeah. write. It's kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, people come up with this. It's like, all right, but like, you, I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. Like, no problem. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just like second nature sometimes. This, it, even like, like, like I know how to draw and I sketch and stuff. And it was like, well, how you do that? I was like, well, draw this picture. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, yeah. How did you do that? I don't know. It's just something I knew. <laughs> right, 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 right. But you know, it comes to you. Yeah. Now, have you ever had a bad set? And if so, how did you like bounce back? How was your recovery? Uh, there was there was no recovery. I had did a show. <laughs> I never I'll never forget that I did this show in Macon, Georgia. It was for this football player who does like an annual comedy show, and uh, it was me. It was Nab Green, uh, Erica Duchess, and. <laughs> yeah, and Marco, Marco Laville. It was them three, you know, and they they've been rolling together for a long time. Uh -huh. And um, shit, was I the? First? I don't think I was the first person to go. I might have been like the second. I might have been the first. I don't know, but it was just a very um. It was just a like a, it was like a a hood crowd, and like you know, like I'm not like unfamiliar with hood crowds, you know what I mean? But it's for whatever reason, like my shit was just not hitting like nothing was hitting and i'm just like up there like and i'm and you know like when you say your first like joke and the punchline's there and you don't get the reaction you're looking for you're like all right, all, right, all right i'm a I, my next one i know for sure because i but my next one always hit like right. you come at that next one and that motherfucker don't hit either oh my gosh like now you like now it's just downhill like i'm on stage like you know i'm about to just show myself the light like yo that's my time y'all you know what i mean like let me go ahead and get the fuck off stage because i mean i went to the bathroom i went to the bathroom afterwards and it was somebody in there he was like i see what you was trying to do you know what i mean but like yeah this ain't the crowd for that i was like hey man i appreciate that and just and just enjoy the rest of the show they had to give us a bottle i was over there just trying to black out like man i need to get, I need to get this out of my memory Tell you what was the funniest shit I've seen. I think a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you know comedian. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Goldmouth. Mm -hmm. He got on the stage, and we was at uh, Escobar, or whatever. And everybody, you know, you know Escobar. It was. It don't really get lit till like late, late. So mm -hmm. that's when they then that's when they pay attention because if it's early in the show, they ain't giving a damn what you talking about. It's right. not doing bad. It's right. just it's too early for them to care about what you talking about. Right. <laughs> so he get on there and he do a couple of jokes. And I'm sitting there just listening because I'm listening. I'm like, okay, that was funny. But I'm like, you know, as a comedian, you you listening to it, but you're not really ready to laugh. You're just trying to figure out where the concept is going. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't going over. This nigga said, all right, look, I'm going to go get the rest of these jokes out of the car. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 what? I'm like, that was the best joke of my life. Bro, that's funny as fuck. I'm about to go get the rest of these jokes out the car. That's funny. <laughs> 
That's funny. Boy, when I tell you I was holler, I said, you know, you ain't got to face your nose. That's the fact right there. I'm gonna go get the rest of these jokes out the car. I'll be back. Oh yeah, that's funny. You gotta say that shit when you when you bombing. That's funny as fuck. Man, when I tell you, I was in tears. I said, oh my god. That's funny. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. If you wrote a TV series today, what would it be about? It would be about Instagram comedians versus stand-up comedians, like a road rules, real world kind of thing where like they got to switch spots. So now these stand-up comedians got to make content and then the content creators got to do stand-up. And then based on who does the worst, they get eliminated until it's the final two, and then you know they'll win some money. That would be my TV show right. idea. You got you own something with that. You need to go ahead and do that. <laughs> what you want? Get that pin game right. You got the name. Get it cracking. Right. I've been sitting. I've been sitting on that idea for years, but it's just the it's the cooperation with people to get it done. You know. So mm-hmm. if, if you do a concept like that, it got to be people that people want to see. But yeah. now it's like people are. Uh, you know, in their lanes, you know what I mean? And, and, and respect to them, but now it's kind of like harder, you know what I mean? Now it's like, uh, now people can't yeah, do well, that sound like, all oh, that sound like you need funding. That's it. Because the concept is dope. So you, if you get the funding, you, if you look, if you get the money, they will come. <laughs> yeah, no, facts. Facts. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it would take that long, you know what I mean? Maybe like... They ain't gonna take, nigga, that, shit, that might take two weeks to shoot. Two weeks. That's so. it. Two weeks. You know what I mean? Niggas get a nice little Airbnb, reach out to some comedy clubs, and you know what I mean? Come on, bro. Hey, look, that's not like look, I got I got a whole little video uh, crew that's dope. So look, we can make some things. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. Now, what is something valuable you learned during the uh, quarantine time? Oh man, what is something valuable that I learned? I learned how to build a computer from scratch. Dang. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, look, listen, you the Jill of all trades, but I, I I picked up so many trades that I didn't know that I could do. Like, cause so what happened was, bam, pandemic happened, everything shut down, motherfuckers can't go nowhere. So then I uh I've always been in like video games and, and this, that, and the third, and uh, I got invited into this group of comedians that play Call of Duty. So okay. we get on there and we playing Call of Duty and. We just want to having a good ass time. Like it's people that I, like I haven't met yet, who like I'm playing the game with. I'm just like, damn, like, you play the game? Like, I didn't even know you play the game. Like you know, I'm in there with lobbies, and it's you got Isaiah Kelly, you got Leonard Ooh, Sidney Castillo, uh, James Davis, uh, comedian CP, just like all the Tony Baker, like all these motherfuckers who play the game. I'm like, wow, I didn't even know this existed. So right, we playing the game and um. Then like I find out about like how like streaming works. It's like this platform called Twitch where you but people will actually yeah. sit there and watch you play the game. Or if you just like kind of chatting like this, people will come in there and they will, you know, you know, communicate with you this time the third. So I'm like, yo, I really want to get into this. I want to do it. So I start talking to my folks, uh, my white boys again. Shout out to the white boys. They know all the logistics. I'm not saying we don't, but you know, they just they'll give it to you straight up with cost and whatnot. Right. Um so they told me like you need a PC. You need to get a you need to get a PC. I'm like, all right. So I had a little budget. I went up to the uh, Micro Center, mm-hmm. and um, they gave me all the parts. And then I was like, all right, cool. So I got on YouTube. Shout out to YouTube University. Okay. Uh, and it was like this little video that you know taught you how to you know build everything, put everything how it is. Just in the third, took me about eight hours, but you know I was able to do okay. it. So, yeah. So. And so you did. So you're doing it for um, like gaming purposes or just 
Yep, it's just uh, it's a lot easier. Um, like like it's it's some nerd shit, but it's a lot easier having a PC in order to stream because of like the power it gives. Like you can use just like a like so like when I play Call of Duty, I'm playing it through my computer if that makes okay. sense. Okay. Um, but I'll use a regular like controller. I just play through my computer, whereas other people they'll do it playing with like a PlayStation or like an Xbox mm, or whatever okay. the case is. You know what I mean? So it's just like a just a little difference, but uh, it's just. It's smoother, it's faster, and you can just like you can do more with it. So now let me tell you something. Like you might have a lane outside of the gaming, um, the DJ lane too. Because I'm a DJ as well, and like that's our biggest thing. Like when you're not having enough memory. Well, like so, like my my DJ mentor, he got a um a Acer, and he was saying like mm-hmm. the Acer is like the like a gaming thing. So it's a it's better because it has all this memory, whatever. So that could be a lane you could just do in itself besides game. Be like, hey DJ, y'all need a dope computer? I got you. Let me tell you how you. Yeah. Do Oh, that part. We thought about um, we thought about even making like um, cause you know the the computers like the PCs coming like a, I don't know what you would call it. It's just like a like a, it's a box like a container yeah. or whatever. And um, we thought about just doing um like little like putting our like logo on it. Like let's say you wanted to put like Candy Kisses like a customized mm-hmm. logo on the actual PC box, and, and then you have somebody build it and they ship it out to people. Like we thought about doing that, but the one of the elements that you need for the actual PC is on such high demand. Like it's been sold out since like 2020. Like it's just been sold out. Like you got to find a, like retail price. It's called a graphics card. They go for like, maybe like three fifty to 500 people will buy them and then put them on Amazon for like 1700. It's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm like, yo, you know what you need to do now. I mean, you got to find a wholesale and then we got to get the crack. Yeah, no, facts, facts, facts. <laughs> All right. So, how did you stay motivated in the entertainment industry, especially during the quarantine? Um, just finding different lanes, different avenues. Um, I, I would say currently right now, like I am like I'm burnt out. Like I, I could I can honestly say I'm burnt out from just doing um social media content. You gotta think, like, we don't get paid for making content unless it's like a monetization situation or somebody pays you to you know make them like a, a promotional video. So, you know, if I if I posted, let's say, 5,000 videos on Instagram in my lifetime, I've probably only got paid maybe like off of 100 of those videos. You know what I mean? So it's just you got to just put content out there consistently. That's why with the um the Lovely Day parody, mm-hmm. that's why, like, I just was, like, posting it just so much. Like, anybody send me a clip, I just post a clip because I'm still putting content out there, but I'm just riding that wave right now because... I'm not in the mood to sit there and make some content that people ain't going to appreciate. So yeah, um, time, exactly. yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, and then like you get flagged for everything. So like right now, like I've been flagged on Facebook and Instagram since like September. So I'm not even able to monetize until April 8th. That's when I get out of jail. You know what I mean? So the, the whole Twitch video gaming thing has really like saved me because it added a whole new element where like, yeah, I'm playing a game, but I'm also interacting with whoever comes on here and wants to talk and, you know, subscribe to my channel, this, that, and third. So um, just just switching it up. And then, like, going on stage, like, stage is also just, like, a dope element because it's, especially, like, when you go to places that people don't know you. Like, I was just in Naples, Florida, and, like, that's a rich, white retirement place. Like, we did five shows out there. Dope. It was 80% white every show. Mm. Average age range was probably like like 48 was like the youngest person at every show it was like 
crazy. But that's good though, because that means they got their bread. So if you want to go ahead, hey, I got these shirts. <laughs> the merch, you know what I mean? Like, and they and I wish I would have had merch because they would have bought the shit out of that. They would have definitely bought it. And like it was just dope to be in front of people who don't because like I'm and not, I'm not even knocking nobody, but it's like if you have a big time following and you're doing a show somewhere and people could just come and just experience you live and they've never met you or seen you before. You don't gotta be funny. They just so happy to see you. They want to get their picture with you, and then they just they they oh, I got a picture with my favorite person from the internet. Whereas right. if they don't know you, you really gotta like come with some skills. You really gotta win them over and 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 make them laugh. And I I appreciate those crowds more than like people who already know me. So now let me ask you something. Did you ever have to get through the like the what is it called the politics of the comedy lane when you first started like you know how people say stay on stage stay on stage mm-hmm. they let you on a stage to, to stay on it <laughs> you know what I'm saying? and, and kind of like how you are like i mean I've, I've been to like a few open mics like i don't do a lot of open mics and it's not because like i don't respect the craft of it um like it's not my goal to be the greatest stand-up comedian of all time like that's not what that's not what i want to do i just want to be the greatest entertainer i want to be the greatest you know parody you know person since weird al yankovic like that's more so like my land i want to write movies i want to direct i want to produce i want to you know come out with a with a uh an album i want to do all these things so it's not where like that's what i want to do so um i i i respect the craft though like i I definitely respect the craft and the more i get on stage the more it's like damn like i want to I want to get on stage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me go hit a whole open mic and try out some new jokes and this, that, and third. But my thing is, like, I don't want to go fight for no time either, yeah. though. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, I could I could use my, you know, social media card, like, hey, I'm this person, and then skip 10 other niggas who've been waiting to get on. But then I feel like that's disrespectful to them because, like, they've been here every week for the past three years, you know, trying to get that 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 moment. So that's the promoter being uh, being the hater. That ain't got nothing to do with you. It don't, but you know that's not how it's gonna be registered to them. You know what I mean? It's like if if you go to an open mic and it's a sign up list, and let's say that I'm number nineteen, and it's twenty five people on the list, and then the promoter recognizes me, like, oh, hey, bro, I'm gonna put you at number six, and then yeah. that number twenty fifth person is now you know kicked off or whatever, you know, or, or however that is, then the number twenty five gonna look at me like. Nigga, you ain't been coming up here no other time. Now you want to come up here the night that I'm supposed to get on stage and now I can't get on, like... So, but I mean, that's still not an excuse, though. It's still not an excuse. I'm going to definitely start getting into the, the open mic lane. I like, I like the open mic lane, you know, because, you know, it's 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 cool to work out your jokes. The only downfall I don't like about it is, like you said, is people don't know, you know, what you're capable of. They kind of like, well, I don't know you, so I'm going to go to the next one. And I'm like, yeah. but you don't know that nigga either, but you let that nigga... You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the only, like, where you feel like well, you in order for you to know me, you need to allow me to introduce myself. Yeah, no, nah, the facts. Yeah, facts. That's facts. Now, during the quarantine, everybody was on that versus real hard. So, before we get to that, who is your favorite rapper or singer, and why? Oh my gosh, Project Pat is my favorite rapper. Um, really? Man, that's funny. I know. I know. I ain't never heard that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he dope, but I mean, I just that's I've never heard anybody say Project that. Pat, man. Project Pat is my favorite rapper of, of all time. Very close to uh, runner up, and it's very, very close to be Gucci Mane. But okay. Project Pat, because um, I, I was like, bro, like 12 or 13 when I was able to buy uh, like CDs from the store. Mm-hmm. And I remember for some fucking reason, I wanted to go get that damn Silk the Shocker album. 
Why did yeah. I feel that in my spirit that that was coming? Shocker had to be, he wasn't that far behind. He wasn't that far behind, but like, I have, like, I, I, for some reason, I just had like the whole no limit, and I was all silk the shocker shit coming out. Like, let me, let me go. I think that's when that him and that Trina song, um, you need a lover and a friend. That's cool. I think that's when that was out. And uh, Cage, go to your Cage, go, go, go. And um, my friend that went, go, go, go. And my friend that came with me to the store to go buy the CD, and we get there, and Project Pat CD had just dropped the same day. He's like, man, that's the CD that you need to get. I was like, who is Project Pat? Never heard of anything, like, none of that. Mr. Don't Play, name of the album. I'm like, okay. right. So I put on Silk the Shocker's album. It was not doing it. It was not hitting for me. I'm just like, okay. one song out of 17 songs? Oh, man, terrible. I put that project pad on. That shit was thumping the whole chicken head was the first song. Okay, it had to be the chicken head album. Chicken head, <laughs> the chicken head album, don't save her. Ooh, nothing. Like the whole album. I'm like, yo, I mean, this shit. That's the one, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Yeah. yeah, if you ain't from my hood, you can get from right, bro. That whole album was just, I still, I, I still listen to that album faithfully to this day. Like, now you know what, what um, album that was dope, that, and I bought it just off of just random randomness. That damn first juvenile, you understand? Uh, you understand? <laughs> that four hundred degrees. Yes, and I wasn't even a, I wasn't even a fan like that, but I had that album. I was like, this shit go hard. No, <laughs> that shit, that's another one. That's a that's a classic. That's right up there with that project, Pat. That uh, Fifty Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. That was another good album that you could just play all the way through. But like. I don't feel like I don't think Juvenile gets his. I don't think he gets his flowers like he should. No, he don't. don't he do. Wow. So, with that being said, we going we're gonna switch on over to the verses. Which was your favorite verses of all times? And if you could pick a verses right now that has not been done, who would you want to see in the verses? Okay, greatest verses of all time is Gucci Man and Jeezy. Okay, just because of the history of the beef and, and Gucci Man being my you know damn near my favorite rapper right there with Project Pat. And a verses that I would like to see would be Lil Wayne mm. versus Future. Really? Okay. They got a lot. Like Lil Wayne got a lot of songs. He got a lot of songs. But Future got a lot of songs. A lot of songs. Like bangers. Like everybody talk about like Jay-Z and Future on some. Or Jay-Z and Wayne, I'm sorry, as the two greatest rappers alive. Jay-Z makes great music, but like, yeah. it ain't the it wouldn't be the vibe that I'm looking for. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, Jay-Z makes great music, but like how many times have you went out and actually heard like Jay-Z songs in the club? Right. Like, you don't really hear them all like that. Maybe like dirt off your shoulder back in the day or um, I'm a hustler, baby. Like, yeah. you know, that one. But like Future, his shit getting played in the club. Lil Wayne shit getting played in the club. I love a little, I want to see a Lil Wayne versus. The only reason I, I don't know about Future because I only know like three of his songs. <laughs> no, he got he got a lot. He got a lot of songs, like a lot of songs. He might got songs that I know, but don't know it's him. Cause you know, yeah. some people sound like Future now. So yeah. like, I don't know if it's Future or him. You know, yeah. I would say like a Ti versus uh, 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 Lil Wayne would be dope. That wouldn't be bad either, cause Ti got some bangers too. Ti got a lot of bangers, and he got bangers that like get played in the club and just shit that you can. Ride around to or smoke to or whoop a nigga ass to. So it's just, you know, 
I listen. I became a Ti fan when he came out with when he started working with Tune when he did Twenty Fours. Mm, yeah, that was my first time. Yeah, I had to yeah. get that album, and then I had to go back and get all his albums because I think yeah. was what, was what T- was that, I think it was Trap Music. Uh, might have been Urban. Was it Urban Legend? I don't remember. I know one thing. Whoever was on the album, um, I, they had that song with um David Banner, and it was Rubber Band Man on there. But he did another song called mm-hmm. uh, it was I don't know. The, I think it's called the Countdown. Five, four. Three, two, one, you're done when I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my shit right there. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Name one of your top favorite female comedians. One of my top favorite female comedians would be Erica Duchess. Um, actually, I got a few. You got Erica Duchess, you got Kelly Kales. Okay. Yeah, Delta. Um, so who's the last got- you said somebody Delta? Who's that? Uh, Kelly Kells. Kelly Kells oh, no, is Kells. Delta. Delta, somebody. Oh, Kelly Kells is a Delta. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got uh, Jess Niche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she's from Chicago, I believe. I got to work with her at um this school one time. And um, I got to work with Erica a bunch of times, too. So them them three, um, yeah, them three right now, I would say is like, they, they, they my favorites. They they definitely my favorites, but I, I most recently worked with Erica Duchess. We did trade a weekend out in Houston. Oh, she, she motherfucking told that shit. Oh man! Now Erica, she, this is so funny. Erica is my cousin, but we found out we was cousins by accident. How? <laughs> so her um, so my first cousin is her cousin as well. And we were at a matter of fact, it was my aunt's birthday party and they ran out my mom's little clubhouse or whatever. Like, what you doing here? She's like, this is my family. I'm like, it's my family too, nigga. She's like, oh, I guess what family is. Oh, that's funny. Wow. I, I used to do skits with her, her Nav and um, Marco like a while ago when they was doing them real heavy. I did a couple with them. But yeah, that's that's fam right there. That's what's up. So oh, cool. need to be in your top three next time. Hey, facts. <laughs> facts. So I, I'm I, hey, I'm gonna hit these stages and try to co- connect with these people because I'm still I'm still learning the game on the aspect of because like you said like the open mics is cool but I'm so business minded because I've been in business for myself for over 18 years I can't see me just going out every night for free so I got to figure out how to get on these paid shows you know that's why I don't that's why I don't like I don't really go out to a lot of clubs I'm like bro ain't nobody gonna pay you to come out if they can just catch you out every Thursday Friday you know what I mean so that part that part <laughs> now what are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur man it's so it's it's so just repetitive like people say this all the time but i don't think people understand the power of just consistency mm. like consistency 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 like it's, it's, as long as you just stay in front of people and just keep putting out good quality good quality content like yeah. it don't got to be like high definition 4k quality i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the concept the quality of the concept as long as you put that out because i mean yeah i think nowadays everybody like everybody nowadays just do like voiceover work on tiktok they find their favorite fucking movie from training day or some shit and then they'll use the sound bite and then put a little caption over it and then that's just what go viral just you know sounds you know what i mean there's really no nobody's really I'm not, I'm not saying nobody's funny but like nobody's really funny these days and like my mindset always be like and i, I can i can i feel like i can say this because like i said i've seen the transition of of you know being i used to be on vine you know what i mean and now it's motherfucking tiktok so right. but like people are just aren't creative anymore people are just so quick to 
just take other people's work and, and try to act like it's theirs and and it's just it's just terrible. But when you find the lane, you know what I mean? That's why like I like doing parody so much because it's like you really can't you can't steal that. And it's like if it goes if it goes viral enough, then it's like everybody gonna know that it comes back to you. Like it just uh, you know, so being consistent, making good quality <clears throat> content, um, focusing on yourself and taking care of your mental as well along during the process, because this is a it's a dirty game out here that'll swallow you up if you uh if you ain't got tough skin, if you ain't uh if you're not just like you know smart and on top of your shit, people will take advantage of you and you won't even know that it's happening until it's done. So mm-hmm. those are my words of wisdom. Well, let me ask you something, because speaking of that, because with the like with your stuff going viral and stuff, I've been hearing it, you know, well, I know it's a fact that you can't really copyright a joke or whatever unless you actually have like a special or whatever the case may be. With mm-hmm. your stuff going viral, how do you keep it yours? You don't. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you don't. You just you just hope people had a decency to be like, um, you know, credit to, you know what I mean? But a lot of people don't know. Like I said, like when I came out with the Lovely Day parody, which is very funny, like like you said, you you've been seeing my work for the past damn near ten years, right. and that was my this, that was my greatest viral sensation that I've that I've ever had. You know what I mean? And it's very weird. I'm like, damn, I done made way better shit before, like in my eyes. But mm-hmm. like that's just that's just what took off. And I came out with that in 2020, put it on Instagram. It ain't really do nothing. 2021, I put it on TikTok, and then that's when it just got the fuck up out of there. Like it just went mm-hmm. stupid crazy, and, and there was somebody else getting the credit on there at first. I had put it on there. They flagged my video. They flagged my video and said it was music, right? Not even the music. I think it was like the concept. It was like just like the the oh the fact that it said gay or whatever. So they took it down. Somebody else uploads it. <coughs> Just allows it just to go crazy. Like I'm like, what? How does that even? How does that even work? You know what I mean? But then I was able to put it like on Apple Music and Spotify. So I think now when people use it, it'll say um, contains music from, and then it'll be like my name. But like by the end, by the time I did that, like the damage was already done. You know? But like people don't now. Like people don't now. Like I go to shows and stuff, and people, hey, can you perform that nigga gay? I guess I'll do it, man. And it was just like right around the time it took off, I had got real like sick. I had an abscess in my throat, and mm. uh, like it started like swelling up real bad. Like I couldn't breathe one day. Like I went to the hospital, and they was like, "I'm glad you came today, cause like any any longer, like you like, you know might, you might have choked on it or whatever." And I was like, "Damn, that'd be crazy. Like if I would have died, like that would have been like what people would have been saying on social media, like." Creative that nigga gay dies from throat issues. Like, <laughs> like damn, like that's how I, that's how I go up. Like damn, got a ball stuck in his throat. <laughs> got a ball stuck in his throat. The creator that nigga gay dies from balls. But damn. you know what? But look at God. He saved. Look me. at God. He saved me. He saved me. I'm like, yeah, that would have been terrible. Oh my god. I got I got to talk to you about that because you know when you said the Apple and the Spotify like. How are you getting around the quote unquote copyright issue with that? You can, um, you can, when you go to upload it, you can upload it and, um, you can say that it's like a cover or like a parody. So that way it's like, it's not, you're not really going to make like any type of like real money off of it, which, right. I don't, 
not that I don't, I don't like to make money off my content, but it's like, I don't never put out content with the idea of like, Oh, I, I need to make, you know, this amount of oh, dollars yeah. with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, I'll take it. Y'all play with it. I just like, I just, I, it's all about just staying relevant. You know what I mean? Like if you can stay relevant. I asked that was because I like, I want to, I have some parodies I want to put up, but I don't want it to be taken down because, Oh, that's not your music. I know, but I just want people to hear what I did. Yeah, no, I think especially now, I think now they're um they're real kind of like lenient on the music and stuff because like I'm, like like I said on TikTok they use music and stuff all the time and then like if I'm looking for a you like I'll go on YouTube and look for instrumental but like now what I'll do is I look for like an instrumental remake that somebody remade from scratch so that gotcha. way it won't have the um it won't have like whatever they they check that like flags or whatever though but yeah you can upload stuff on Apple Music and Spotify and then just like deem it as a, a parody or a cover and then like they'll let it they'll let it stay up so now that one the one that you're speaking of now that's funny to me is because <laughs> when i heard i know i mean it was funny anyway but my sister-in-law has like a hairline business and that's one of her favorite songs so every time you had to go on her online and you know, order her you gotta hear that i'm like i'm so sick of this song so when i heard you remake i was like good i don't have to remember that stupid memory. yeah <laughs> people tell me that all the time like where i don't even hear the original song no more in my head like whenever that song comes on like all i hear is your version i'm like man that's, that's, <laughs> that's why i do it that's what i like i like to make people forget the original like exactly now name one entrepreneur you admire and why man name one entrepreneur that i admire and why i'm gonna have to go with my guy tyler chronicles um he's a comedian but he also, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm telling people who don't know, you know, who Tyler is. Like, <laughs> you know, he he got he does merch. He writes for damn near every show that you can think of. Um, you know, he 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 works out. Um, you know, he you know he's like like I'm, I'm, I'm naming like he works out. He's pescatarian, so you know he he eat right. He writes. He's a beast on stage. He's funny when it comes to content. And last but not least, this motherfucker ain't got no kids. Like you ain't got no kids. You've been in the game for for this long, around all these women, and you ain't got no kids. That's somebody that I look up to. Somebody who can just be involved in a lot of shit, making some good money, been on TV shows, and just no kids. Any ball like me, you feel me? So you know, shout out to the ball niggas out there representing. So, so the main give the the main takeaway from that I receive is he ain't got no kids. I mean, he keep all his money. So he keep all his money. He keep all his money. Listen, same here. I ain't got nothing either. All the coins. Hey, okay, then. Hey. My, my, second, my second favorite entrepreneur is Michelle C. You know, because she's been out here. Hey, she's been in the game for about 18 years doing her thing. You know what I mean? Still out here hustling, keeping all her money because she ain't got no kids either. That part. Yeah. Look, that's actually one of my little bits. I don't I don't have no kids. My mom want me to have uh kids like if I was I gave her a grand dog instead because I ain't got time. <laughs> I'm, I'm not man. I just got my dog, uh I had adopted her and uh, like around like Thanksgiving, and I'm like, Yeah, I really don't got time for these bitches because they uh uh mm -mm. no 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 I can't have no kids right now. She ran the show. I saw how she was doing. You see, like, oh, I need time. Like, she always need attention. Like, oh, come on. I'm working right now. Like, chill. Like, dang. Last but not least, we are getting to our fun segments. Our first one is kiss or diss. And that is just celebrity crushing. You decide who you kiss and who you dissing. Okay. All right. We got Gabrielle Union or Regina King. Who you kiss and who you dissing? 
Gary Union or a Regina King. I'm going to kiss Regina King. Okay. I'm going to kiss Regina King. Only because I'm not dissing Gabrielle. I'm dissing her, but I'm not dissing her because I know she's married. You know what I mean? She got a husband. I don't know if Regina King got a husband or not, but if she do got a husband, I don't know of them. So that's why I'm going to kiss her. You know what I mean? I know D-Wade, so I ain't really trying to, you know, I ain't trying to get into to no beef with D-Wade. So, yeah, kissing Regina, dissing Gabrielle. All right, we got Chili of TLC or Coco of FWV. Who you kiss or who you different? You said Coco of SWV. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kiss. I'm gonna kiss Coco SWV, and I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna dish Chili. I don't even know what Coco from SWV looked like. I I, I fuck with Lee SWV. Singer. Oh, the lead singer. That's her. Okay, okay. I know what she looked like. Trust me. I know rain down. Mm-hmm. I fuck with SWV, but you know the whole Usher Chili situation just kind of had made me like, you know, like just second guess. And then you know Usher. They were saying that he had herpes and, you know, he was with Chili. So, like, if he was with Chili, ain't no telling that she got it. And I don't want to be kissing nobody that might have, well, you know, so, yeah. Okay. Kissing Coco, dissing Chili. All right. All right, last but not least, Cicely Tyson or Barbara Jordan? Who you kissing? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Cicely Tyson or Barbara who? Barbara Jordan. Man, I'm gonna kiss Sicily. Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kiss Sicily, and just because you can't, you can't dis, you can't dis the deceased. That's why. All right. Well, that's, moving on. D A Q. That stands for dumbass questions. They're just random, fun questions I want answers to. Okay. If you could make up a word that will be included in the dictionary, what would the word be, and what would be its definition? Yes. Okay. You gotta say it though. Yes. 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 It's, it's like it's like piss, but with a Y. <laughs> okay. Yes. 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 And it, it just means it just means like like all right, like yeah, like I agree. Just yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you just like anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be? Oh man! Like a, I like I can reach back and smack him. <laughs> Like, man, what? I could like I can reach back and smack him. Yes. Oh man, it'd be my brother. It'd be my brother. It'd be my brother. No doubt about it. I would I would close hand slap him just because he a knucklehead. That's it. Okay. Golly. Oh man. He just right. made me upset. Okay. If you ha- oh, this is perfect for you. If you had to remix the Sesame Street theme song to a trap song, how would it go? Man, sunny days. I'm trying to think of the song. Can you tell me how to get? Man, I'm trying to think of some shit around with street that goes with like drug related. I knew that was going with it. You know, like I'm thinking of beat, like I'm thinking of all the drugs. Like, can you tell me how to get how to get uh eighth of some weed? You can do that. Yeah, you can get eighth of some weed. Yep, that's what it'll be. Damn, you about to let me write that down. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, 
If I aspire, I gotta be on the track. Oh, I gotta you gotta be. Track. You gotta be. Dang, that's funny. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> What's the worst name you could give a barbershop? Hmm. The worst name you could give a barbershop. Uh, I'm going with pushbacks. Pushbacks, because motherfuckers hate getting their lineup pushback. That's why I had to go ball now. My barber always just keep trying to just make my shit straight. Like, bro, stop, bro. You can't do that because my shit was way back here. Like, you could name that motherfucker one, two, way back. <laughs> <laughs> way back. Pushbacks, anything, anything back. Like, nah, uh, no. All right, we are moving on <sighs> to GMG. That stands for What Grinds Your Gangster? Name one of your pet peeves. Mm. One of my pet peeves is uh, lack of accountability. Mm. I don't like when people they request they request something from you, mm-hmm. but then turn around and don't do the same shit that they requested from you. Mm-hmm. That's my pet peeve right there. I don't I don't like that. So or I don't like insecure people like i've 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 dealt with people in my past where like they don't like it if i'm um if i'm at a comedy show and you know a, a, a person that you know likes my comedy can i get a picture yeah take a picture they don't like me taking pictures with women <laughs> yeah i can't make this I up what i do but uh, okay <laughs> i can't make this up man man everybody be like man you need to cut them off i'm like if she sucked your dick how she sucked mine i promise you you'd be like hey <laughs> you gotta stick around i'm sorry fuck the pictures i don't want no pictures bucket no i'm talking shit. we move on to opera that thing out this is where you're picking any song that you know at least one full verse to it could be a rap song theme song nursery from rhyme whatever but you have to sing in your best opera voice <laughs> opera uh give me an example of how opera singers sing oh you why you trying to call me out Wait, i'm just trying to see I, I don't i ain't never been to opera let me think let me think um that's like the whole oh my gosh i gotta do that oh shit uh um twinkle twinkle little star this is this is terrible, by the way. How I wonder what you are. That's what I got. I, I, I can't do opera. You good? That was good. That's how you was terrible. Oh you man, they gonna, man, they gonna tear me up when this when this shit drop. Oh my gosh. All right. Last but not least, we have Singadu. Singadu is a family friendly game. Me and my homeboy DJ Offstar created over the quarantine. Oh it nice. Music game. All you're doing is you're singing the word do. So the you pick a song, the melody of the song, and then you sing it in do's. And then you have to guess what I'm singing. I'm going to let you do it, too. So we have hip-hop and R&B, okay. pop billboard hits, country rock, sing-a-do favorites, old school, TV themes, and party and dance hits. Now, out of all these, I can do everyone except country rock. So <laughs> Yeah, I can't do no. Mm-mm. All right, so pick your category. Uh, let's do TV shows. Oh, you would pick some hard shit. Let's see. <laughs> okay, you should better do this one. All right. Do, do, do. My girlfriends. Okay, come yeah. on. Man. Come on now. All right. Um, how's this one go? Um, shoot. Um, I know how I go. I'm trying to think of how. To, okay. Uh, I 
song. Do 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 I know the song, but I can't think of the name of the the song in the show. The, the song in the show ain't the same, though, right? No, it don't go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the song, I can hear the song, but I don't know what show that goes to. I have no idea what show that goes to. Oh, old bitches. For old bitches with Golden Girls. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I, I I knew the I knew the song, but I was like, that's not. Uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know how like girlfriends they actually singing the song girlfriends in the song, but it's like yeah. All right, last one. You should get this one. Um, okay. I'm doing my life away. Man, you are. Oh, shit. You're doing a great job, man. This is not on you. This is on me. Shit. Oh, man. Oh, God. Give me some context to the show. I don't. Okay. Um, trying to think. I'm not going to give it all the way away. Okay. Old bitch hanging out the window. Old bitch hanging out the window. She used to watch the neighborhood. All the, she always knew what was going on in the neighborhood because she was always in the window. Oh, yeah. I might not I might not know this one. 227? Oh, yeah. Never even heard of that. Are you serious? You never you never watched 227 in your life? Never watched 227 in my life. Never. Oh, I got to actually, I got to Google it just to know. I need your black card immediately. I mean, not to my defense, though, this came out. Man, this came out before I was even born. It, I was before I was born too, but I still knew what it was. Dang, I, I mean, Jeffersons. Okay, yeah, but that like that gets more. That gets more. Like, I'm looking at the cast, and it's like, damn. So you got the the one lady from Sister Sister. Uh huh. Um, you got the grandma from Don't Be a Menace. Which is oh. the old thing out the window. Hey, see, I ain't know that. I don't know the older lady. Uh, there go Regina right there. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No, I never even heard of it. Now you got to go on YouTube and watch all two two seven episodes right now. Hey, how many? Yeah. How many seasons? How many seasons is it? Shoot, it's a like group of them. That show was over a minute. Uh, let me see how many seasons do it say. Uh, oh, it's five seasons. Damn. Yeah, I feel like damn. Yeah, just edit this out. I don't, I don't want nobody to. <laughs> I'm gonna right, I'm gonna let you do some. I'm gonna hold the card up to the um camera and then you decide which one you're gonna do once you figure it out, then let me know and then I'll guess. All right, what category are you doing? We still doing TV shows? No, you can do whatever category you want. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna hold it up and you pick a song. Once you say you got it, I'm gonna put it down. I'm gonna guess what you're doing. Okay. All right, you ready? Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Oh, frequently. Okay. Yes. Yes. 
Man, I don't know none of those. All right, we'll do a different one. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, all right. Do 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 do. Here and now, okay. the girl. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. Last one. Oh shit. Um. Uh, hold it up a little bit higher. Okay. Okay. Do 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 Okay, okay. Yeah, that's how you play Fingerdo. If anybody's interested, you can get it at fingerdo.com. No, that's lit. Please let everybody know how to find you. If you got some merchandise you want them to know about, put them on game. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So once again, I go by at Mr. Underscore Bankshot. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on uh, TikTok. You can also catch me on Twitch at Nick Bankshotty. I do got some merch coming out real soon. Be on the lookout. I got the shirt on right now. It's a ESPN, you feel me? So that's what we're going with it, man. It just means the word, yeah. Uh, big shout out once again to Michelle C having me on Candy Kisses TV. This was dope. Uh, and and I'm I'm looking forward to big things with her tearing these comedy stages down. Yes, get it. And make sure you subscribe. Don't be on here acting brand new. Like, I need you to hit the like, comment, subscribe button too, though. Say less. I got you on every platform. I got you. That has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. Make sure you tune in every Monday. We go live on Wednesday and on Thursday. We will see you next time. Candy Kisses TV is sponsored by Singadoo. Did you do it today? Singadoo. Can you do it like this? Can you do it real quick? Go get it. with some class but make it real fast this time is kind of tricky can you do it in six get your copy today at singadoo.com guess what candid kisses tv has merch that's right you can find it at artistperiod.com we have everything you need we have hoodies we have coffee mugs we even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer <laughs> get it right keep it tight Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can't be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs.